Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle podcast. I am Harry McBain and I'm always, as always, joined by Daniel Fears. How are you, Dan? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now today, we this was a requested theme for a video and we're going to be discussing how to fix Arsenal now. We might not be able to fit it all into one video because um, there is just so much that needs needs doing. But we're going to try and take a look now. We spoke to a few people on Instagram and across social media and who are Arsenal fans and, and how they think Arsenal could be fixed, I guess you could put it. So, Dan, I think you've got a quote to start us off. Um, so, when I was speaking to someone earlier on the week, they were saying how um, they just need an experienced centre-black to play alongside Saliba and Rob Holden, and that would get us challenging for the top four. And when our youngsters come through, we'll be challenging for the title. Do you agree with that? I think it's a strong, it's a spot that needs improving for Arsenal, definitely defence, because that is the gap in their squad currently. You know, it's David Louise. We know he's extended the one year with Arsenal, but I don't expect to see him much, of course, with Saliba coming back on loan. They've got a strong attack, as we already know. They've got Aubameyang, Lacazette and Ketia Pepe and... The midfield's all right. They've, they've got a few good players there, but the, the defence is definitely where where they need to strengthen. I'm not sure that I would say... OK, definitely the centre-back, you, you could be challenging for top four because that's where they all mess up is defence. But when it comes to youngsters coming through and challenging for the title, I'm not I'm not sure that that's, that's the, the point that they'll be at. I think if you get youngsters through, you'll just be cementing the place in the top four because you need a lot of experience to get and be challenging for this title. We've seen, obviously, Manchester City doing it and they didn't really have many youngsters playing a part there. Liverpool, they didn't really have any youngsters. You can't really classify Alexander-Arnold as a youngster, really, because he's an experienced player. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Youngsters are good, but you need experience around them. You can't just go and win a game with 11 youngsters. Mm. Oh, of course, some of the, I guess, the type of player that could be saying there about is Nketiah, who's he's done, he's done quite well, of course. He came back from Leeds, Leeds, I think it was, on loan. Um, what what impact do you think he's had on the side necessarily since his uh, coming back from loan? Well, Arsenal did the sensible thing in calling him back because he wasn't getting into that Leeds starting lineup. But then he came to Arsenal and he was getting straight into that. So it shows a difference in the two sides, one who's high in confidence and then one in a low confidence with Arsenal. And since he's been called back, Arsenal have been winning quite a few of their games. Yeah, well, I think from what I've seen of him playing, he's a very good striker, very young as well, so that's good for Arsenal. But I think one of the things that he's done is... He's brought, obviously, in this energy that, that you mentioned into the Arsenal squad. Where, and he's now got, like, of course, Lacazette has been there. And he's very, he was very comfortable in the starting, the starting striker role. But I think this, this is a challenge bringing in Nketiah. So they've got a bit of competition. And I think that's driven on both Nketiah and Lacazette to try and get a starting place. Now, another Arsenal fan that... Gave us their opinion. They said that they think what Arsenal need to do is invest more money on better players. 
Now, we've seen, obviously, they signed Pepe for a ridiculous amount. I think it was 70-odd million. Now, I think they've got to focus on that more money on better players. Do you think that Pepe, for what he's done in his first season, value uh, like matches his price tag? Not in the first season, no. But I think that he will continue to grow as a player. So I think long-term, it would have paid off signing him. And onto the investment bit, Stan Kroenke, he's, he doesn't really invest in Arsenal, but I think the things that the Arsenal fans get annoyed about with him is that he's investing in, he's got another team elsewhere, um, an American um, NFL team. So it's, it's a big, obviously a big part, many Arsenal fans are annoyed about is the fact that the financial, as you said there. Now, do you, who could you see coming in as a good signing, like worth a decent amount of money that Arsenal could pay for them to either, to either get them to, you know, push into this top four, like was said before, centre-back wise, or just, you know, even challenging the title, who could you see them signing? Such a difficult one because there's so many um, youngsters out there, but I think what Arsenal need is an experienced centre-back because Rob Holden and Saliba, I reckon they'll start next season. So I think they'll just need an experienced centre-back in between them. So obviously this is probably unrealistic for Arsenal, but someone like Harry Maguire, someone like that who's got a bit of experience in the Premier League. Yeah. Now we have also got one more uh, quote from an Arsenal fan. Um, it's Bobby Addison. We're going to hear from him in just a second. And this is, well, this is what he had to say. I'm Bobby. I'm an Arsenal fan. And Harry has asked me to come on today and give my opinion, basically, on the situation of what's going on with the club. And if I was going to start off, I'd probably say, I think we need to see some more backing from the board. It's sort of like there's some fraudulence going on in the club, to, to, to quote Hugh Wizzy. And um, I think it's just, we're seeing a lot of like Stan and Josh Kroenke, they have all the money at the top. They don't really care about the sort of ethos of what the club and what it means. And I think a lot of other sort of clubs, you can see Chelsea, they're bringing in big names like Ziyech and Werner. Man United have brought in Bruno Fernandes and they're obviously challenging for Sancho and all this stuff. And I think that, the main point is we need to we need to actually sort of use Arteta's idea of instilling this new sort of mindset of if you're not bigger than the club, for instance, Guendouzi, you've seen that he's been out for his on his own for two weeks and he's been training on his own because of the comments he made to Neil Malpe, which unfortunately were quite ironic. And I think seeing all this disciplinary action, Arteta is showing to the fans that he has an idea and he knows what he wants to do, but he's not being backed enough from his own club. And I think you'll see that a lot more, for example, maybe with Frank Lampard, he's been given the money to make some big signings so that he can ensure that he has the pulling power to make sure that the club can like bring in big names. And I think we need to make Arsenal sort of, a bigger club again for people who want to come play for us. But at the moment, I think definitely coming off that Tottenham loss, that was a big chance for us to sort of show that we're about it and we're going to put something at the end of the season. And I think it was quite a poor 
sort of final performance for us. But apart from that, I'm not really sure there's much more we can add other than we need to sort of fix out our defence because that's obviously the main thing that needs to happen. And yeah, I think that's all I have to add, really. Now, of course, you just said that, obviously, again, about the money. Now, of course, you said Stan Kroenke's the owner. I just look, looked it up a minute ago. He's got a net worth of $10 billion. So there is no reason, in, in my opinion, there is no reason that he can't be investing, you know, even if it's 45, 50 million pounds, that is, that is a good amount to put on one player, especially considering his net worth. So it's, it's a difficult one, as we've said, for Arsenal. Do you think they should splash big cash on people with that risk? Or do you think they should upgrade the club's U systems? I think that they should just get the big names in because I think Arsenal's Youth Academy is probably one of the best in England. They're bringing up players, uh, um, they're bringing up really strong players at the minute. I can't see clubs that are bringing up players like Joe Willock, etc. I think that they need to just sign a big name to play alongside these youngsters that Arsenal have already got. Well, recently, obviously, Thiago Silva was released by PSG, obviously didn't renew his contract. And there was talk of getting him into Arsenal, trying to get David Luiz to persuade him. Obviously, they played together at PSG. Could you see Thiago Silva coming into the Arsenal setup? I could see that as a brilliant signing for Arsenal because he's an experienced centre-back. He's won titles and I think that's something that Rob Holden uh, needs to look up to somebody like that who he can learn off. Uh, now, we're going to move on to the next part of this episode, who to sell and get out of the club. Now, the first one we obviously just mentioned then, he's signed a one-year extension on his contract, David Luiz. How how often next season do you see him starting? I can't see him starting very often because I think Mustafi will be ahead of him next season. And I just can't see him starting along with ahead of um, Rob Holden and Saliba. Yeah, now obviously, of course, we said there about them getting in another centre-back to actually cement their defence. And then if you add that, obviously, to their long list of defenders already... You, it's going to be difficult for starting places. Do you think it would be the competitions like the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup that we could see him featuring? Uh, yeah, I think we can see David Luiz in there exactly as the Cups, as you've just said. Obviously, Arsenal have got a good good history in the Cup competitions, not as much recently that, uh, after Wenger's left, but I think it could be a, a good opportunity for him to attract some interest from other clubs, but you never know. It depends what happens with them signing another centre-back. Now, of course, we just mentioned him then. Another centre-back at Arsenal, Mustafi. You, you highlighted this one of players you like to say. Why do you think that Arsenal should sell him? I think that you get a reasonable bit of money for him. The only reason why I think Arsenal signed him in the first place was because he's German. So they expect all Germans to be good centre-backs. And I just can't see... If Arsenal want to take it to Champions League, I can't see him featuring in a Champions League squad. Well, many Arsenal fans have said since the restart about how you know, how good Mustafi has been in he's kind of become a changed player. Do you not think that this this form might, you know, have earned him his 
his right to stay at the club? I think it would have earned his right to stay at the club. I just don't think that he'll be getting into the starting lineup next year. Mm. Now, another debatable player of really, you know, staying at Arsenal, Granit Xhaka, of course, had the big old story of throwing, you know, throwing the shirt on the floor after being substituted and losing the captaincy. I think it's definitely time for him to leave the club. He's he's got no respect from the fans or anything. Do you think that he will be staying? I think he will because um, they'd have sold him in January, I reckon, if they were to do that, and they didn't. And I think he's really grown as a player under Arteta. Would do you, do you think that he's grown as a player under Arteta? I think he's 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 done quite well. He's definitely better than he was, but. I think, as we said there with Mustafi, if they were trying to get this Champions League football, I can't see him necessarily staying. I think they would be looking to upgrade to a to a higher quality of midfielder. Now, another midfielder here at Arsenal that we just mentioned uh, that we've mentioned about the positions them needing, Mesut Özil, obviously on the a, a big big wage. What do you think his future is at the Emirates? I think he's very much, he's happy to sit back and take his salary at the end of the week. If I was Arsenal, I'd want to get rid of him, but he's very happy with the salary he's on. So I can see both sides of it. Arsenal want him out and Ozil wants to stay at the club because he's not going to get paid 300 grand anywhere else he goes. What do you think of it? Yeah, I I, I, can, I don't think he's he needs to leave Arsenal for I think for his own career sake if he actually wants to go and play football unless he's just happy sitting on the bench picking up his wage. What clubs do you feel that he could, you know, be be bought by or approached by? Uh, somewhere like Inter Milan, a top Italian team or German team or French team or mid-table Premier League team. But it's whether he's happy to take the um, wage cut. Mm. Well, there was obviously a lot of controversy of him in the German national team and being very friendly with the, I think it's the Turkish president. Could you see him moving to the Turkish league? Again, I think that's, again, down to money because you can tell by him that he's very money orientated. And if he got a big wage over there, I could see him going over there. Now, we asked on our Instagram story about what everyone thinks about Ozil and it was a it wasn't a very surprising one. It was a 60% no, he shouldn't stay at Arsenal. And only and it was quite a, it was more than I expected, really, a 40% that he, he should stay. Now, I think that's very clear from everyone that Ozil needs to leave. He's not getting, not getting the football he needs. Uh, and just, just as she said, it's just a case of the wages. Now, a few players who have already kind of made their way out of Arsenal, but not all of them, on, out on loan. Now, there's the first one we're going to start off with is the centre-back Mavropanos. Now, we've obviously seen a, a lot of youth academy come through um, Arsenal. He's been there for a long time. And the fact he's going out on loan, do you think that, as we said, him then bringing in a new centre-back, do you think he will be kept around the club when he returns on loan? I think they'll just loan him out again because I can't see him getting into that starting lineup. I haven't seen a lot of him play, but I just can't see him 
fitting into the Premier League straight away. Well, one man that could fit straight in, as we've already said with our plans, is Saliba. He's out at St Etienne, I think, in France. Now, what do you um, what do you what do you make of him? Do you think that he's going to be a very successful player at Arsenal, and or do you think he might not live up to everyone's expectations? He's got very high expectations from all Arsenal fans. And I think that he will live up to most of them. But it depends on how long he wants to go about winning a trophy. Because I can't see Arsenal winning anything anytime soon, unless they upgrade some of their players. Another player that's had a, a, an interesting Arsenal career is El Nenny. And I think he's out on loan at a Bajiktas at the moment. I, personally, I don't, I don't think he's staying at all. That's definitely a, a transfer out to somewhere of a club of that, you know, calibre. Now, another one that's it's, it's a bit of an interesting one, obviously one of the biggest failures of a swap deal in Premier League history of Alexis Sanchez and Mkhitaryan. Now, he's out on loan at Roma. Do you think that he's going to make that move permanent out to Roma? I think he will, especially with the um, financial difficulties Arsenal will be under with obviously no fans coming in, etc. So I think they will make that permanent. Now, the the last player they've got out on loan from the senior squad is Emil Smith-Rowe. He's out at Huddersfield. He's been very impressive. I've watched him in a few of the championship games when they've been on TV. He's quite a hot prospect, and I think I think he'll do well at Arsenal. Do you, do you agree with that? I think he will, but I think he still needs a couple more years either next season in the Championship or even a low Premier League team that are just coming up. Then I can see him excelling in the Premier League. Uh, now, finally, we've all, we've all talked, we've just talked about the players there, but it's not just the players that can impact the, players, uh, the team's performances. Of course, manager Mikel Arteta, we saw a, I saw a stat on Instagram yesterday that said, Arsenal's last win away top six team was in 2015 and that's when Arteta was actually playing for them now that is a really a ridiculous stat uh, we asked everyone again on a poll is Arteta the right man to take Arsenal forward now the result of that it was, it was quite close uh, changed at various points through the day only 41% of people said yes he is the right man and 59% said no. Now, very similar, obviously, to the Ozil poll with percentages. Do you? What do you think about that? Do you think he's the right man to take Arsenal forward? I do. I think that he's really improved Arsenal, especially defensively, because last season that you'd expect them to concede a goal in the nine, every 90th minute. And they're getting games closer, and that's what teams like Arsenal need to do whereas they used to get battered by every top six team, whereas now they're st- at least they're still in the game. Now, there was a lot of speculation. Obviously, he's been um, assistant to Pep Guardiola for a long time, and there was a lot of varied opinions of whether he'll be a massive failure because he was just Pep's you know, water boy. He didn't really... He just put out the cones. He had nothing to do with the tactics. But then there was the other half of, you know, he's worked with this like master of football management and that he's going to move this on. Do you think he's lived up to expectation necessarily from some people? I think he has. Um, 
especially once he's got, especially as he ha has not had much uh, money given to him. He's had to use the youth academy and I think he's lived up to the expectations. And you can tell he's trying to follow Pep Guardiola's ways. And um, you can watch, mm. see that in the tactics that they used against Tottenham. You know that they lost, but you could see the tactics he was using was similar to Pep Guardiola. Yeah, he's, it's a very interesting one with him. Whether I think he'll have an interesting career in management. Um, obviously, Arsenal have had, had Wenger at the club for years and years, so they haven't really had this rotating wheel of managers. And as soon as Emery was brought in, and then, of course, he was sacked, there was a lot of... I know there was a lot of fear between some Arsenal fans that this is the beginning of their rotation. How long do you see him necessarily staying at the club if he wins trophies? Where could you see him progressing to as a, a as a manager at a different club? I think he'll be at Arsenal for probably at least the next two or three years. I reckon probably three years he'll be given. If he hasn't won anything in three years, I could see him going to abroad, possibly over to Spain or France. Um, to manage a team over there and see what he can achieve elsewhere. Yeah, well, it'll be one. It'll be definitely be one to follow. Now, we've we've given you a lot of talking points of and our opinions on how to fix Arsenal. If you'd like to get in contact with us, whether it's um, through the Instagram account or whether we're through our email address, and I'll leave that in the description of the video and just give us your thoughts on whether uh, you whether you think Arteta is the right man to go forward whether Ozil should stay and just the all-round general future of Arsenal please let us know but that's all we have time for today so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me that was how to fix Arsenal and that is the final whistle thank you for listening <laughs>